since you're staying home with the baby, you can watch it. Then Donna, I watched the Oprah Winfrey show. That day she was helping a woman with her children. I cried. Oh. That was my dream, helping women with children. I mm -hmm. cried, I jumped, I had goosebumps. I, it was something so different in my life, something I never thought that I could see. I was helping people, but never come to that level of awareness. Mm -hmm. They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome everyone to our show today. I have a very special guest that is going to share her story. And I know you guys are absolutely going to really enjoy hearing so much about her and what she went through and how she actually came through it. And I'm not going to give you too much detail. I'm going to let her tell her story. But today I have Benita Guam with me today. And I am so excited to share her story. So Benita is an author, speaker, and a philanthropist. Uh, Benita, first of all, welcome to the show today. And thank you for being here. Thank you, Donna. Well, so we're excited to hear your story. So Benita, take us to where your story kind of began. Just take us back to that moment and what, what was going on in your life. Thank you so much, Donna. I'm so grateful to be here and I want to say hi to all of your audience and thank you so much for the invitation. I'm so happy to share my story. I'm from West Africa, Senegal, and uh, I lost my dad when I was four years old and I wow. live with my mom and uh, my five siblings. Mm -hmm. And my mom never went to school, never walked outside the house and had to support all of us. So um, at the age of eight, I just noticed my mother being so happy, helping mm. other people, even though you were struggling. Hmm. And whenever, wow. we, yeah, whenever we ask questions, we don't have this, we cannot share this, we don't have enough. She's like, you have me. These kids don't have moms and dads. And you have me. And stop complaining and help them. And we were hearing that sentence almost every day. <laughs> Wow, Until we gave up and then we started awesome. to help her. When we started to help her, that's when I noticed the excitement in me awesome. about helping others. And that's when I started, you know, to uh, cook for the kids. I was eight years old, cooking for them, organizing the place, you know, where we're going to serve them. And that's how I started to help people. So I started to dream about becoming a philanthropist at the age of 16, because I was a little bit more aware of what's, what was going on in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So my mom was not the only one struggling, but almost every woman over there, widows, 
divorces, you know, everyone almost was struggling at some point. That's when I started to dream about helping and started to ask God and started to, you know, looking for a job, looking for stuff to do to make money. So So, you took some time to actually pray to God and actually ask him, like, what do I do or how do I do this? You had this desire inside of you to help these other women and and people that needed help. Yes. So, so what happened after you prayed? So I prayed and I had a job and uh, Mm -hmm. I had to divide my salary into the orphans, the, you know, widows, my family. So, and I was excited. I was so grateful. Uh, to have that salary, but then it was not enough. I started a farm business, oh. farming. So I was helping people with the food. I was making money and helping. And I was still asking God because the demand was so high. Mm-hmm. Right? And then I got my visa to come to the United States of America instead of money. So I'm like, God, I'm asking you for money to help these people and you get <laughs> a visa. <laughs> <laughs> But at that moment, at the age, I got it at the age of 30. At that moment, I was married. I had my child and my husband was in America and I didn't see my husband for 10 years. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. I asked that visa, but I was not concerned about not seeing my husband because I was so into helping people. I was so active Mm -hmm. that it took my mind out of those, you know, problems when Mm -hmm. I'm going to see him. It was Mm -hmm. not my concern. Mm Then I came to the United States of America and it was like my aha moment. It was like God is, was telling me, you don't need money, you need awareness. Oh. It's like the message that I got from that. And I came to the United States of America just for two months because at that moment, my son was nine and he was at home. I couldn't get a visa for both of us because it's difficult. Mm-hmm. So I got yeah. a visa and I came by myself, leaving my son with my mom. So I'm like, let me just go for two months, see my husband, make money, make a lot of money. Because when you are not in the United States of America, you think when you come in this country, you're going to be a millionaire. <laughs> That's the thinking outside of this. Yes, country. yes. Yeah. So I'm like, let me go make a lot of money and then come back. Then I came. This is my 28 years in America. Wow. So you got to the second year and what happened? I got to the second year because I got pregnant. So okay. Yes. <laughs> that's why that's what stopped me. Maybe that was the plan. That was God's plan. Uh-huh. So after one year, the baby came and I'm like, I'm not staying here anymore. I miss my son. I gotta go. Then I was preparing my luggage and my husband suddenly after one year of being here said, there is a show, the Oprah Winfrey show. Since you're staying home with the baby, you can watch it. Then Donna, I watched the Oprah Winfrey show that day. She was helping a woman with her children. I cry. That was my dream, helping women with children. I Mm -hmm. cried. I jumped. I had goosebumps. I it was something so different in my life, something I never thought that I could see. I was helping people, but never come to that level of awareness. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I have to think about going back to my son or staying here because I really want to do something big in my life. And that was the choice I had to make at that moment. Uh-huh. It was so difficult. So I hard. can't even imagine that must have been super hard. Yes. 
So, so obviously this year's your heart's calling because you decided to stay. Mm -hmm. Now I'm curious, just because I have other listeners, I'm sure is going to ask this question. How long did you have to leave your son before he ended up joining you or did he get to join you? Eight years later. Eight years. Wow. Eight years of praying, doing whatever it takes to bring him here because I didn't want to leave. I know my son can have a good life here. I wanted to learn more about America, about American women, about American, you know, um, the spiritual, the giving spirit in this country blew me away. Mm. You guys are wonderful people and I'm grateful for that. I love that. I love that you are appreciating what you've received. Now, obviously, super hard to leave your son for eight years. Did you have opportunities to actually video chat with him at all? I don't know if your mom had that capability or did you ever get a chance to chat? Yeah, we were talking over the phone, no videos, but we were talking over the phone. Okay. So you got to every talk day. To him. Yes. Awesome. Every, oh, every day. day. Okay, yep. good. Good. Yep. So you you were a big part of his life. Just oh, yeah. even though if just on the phone, at least you were able to know what was going on in his life on a daily basis. So that's yes. that's wonderful. Yes. So that eight years come mm-hmm. and and you get to bring him with you. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that was a joyous reunion. Yes. And what you had worked so hard to be able to achieve. So how is your journey with working with women during this eight years? Like what happens with that? So what happened was uh, when I, um, when I left my country, my sister, I was working with my sister in helping women and children. So mm-hmm. I had someone who, who carried the business and continued the work. So what I was doing is um, sending money. That's all I had to do. Mm-hmm calling, making phone calls, you know, giving them, you know, some advice how to do the thing. And mm-hmm. I was all the time hearing, when are you coming back? When are you coming back? That was just mm-hmm. <clears throat> the they most- They really wanted you to come back, yes. I'm sure. Yes, yes. Yeah. woman was asking, you know, when are you coming back? We need you here. The, it's different, the way you do it is different because I was so involved in it. I loved it. That was my passion. Mm-hmm. I was there night and day sitting down with them. So they miss that. Yeah, it's knew. different when somebody actually wants to be there and they're putting their sweat and soul into something. It is yeah. a totally different feeling. I, I agree 100%. I think yeah. that people really do appreciate that when you do. Yeah. So they missed you, obviously. Um, so tell me kind of where you evolved from there. So you're, you watched Oprah, you had this epiphany or this aha, like, oh my goodness, like this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, were you able to start working more with women here, like as a business or what kind of things are you doing with women right now? Yeah, I started working on myself. Okay. I needed help yeah. myself. It starts, it starts yes. here, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, yeah, that's what I realized. I realized that, okay, I want to help people. But in my thinking, I needed money to help people. Mm-hmm. Then when I stayed and I continued to listen to her, continued to listen to other people, I was everywhere looking for resources and information. Mm-hmm. When I started to listen to people, to look at America, the way it is, the way, you know, women, you know, act, the way things are going here, I said, I think I need to work on myself first. I have mm-hmm. to stop. So I continue to send money for my sister to take care of, you know, those women. 
but mm-hmm. I was working on myself, being aware of who I am, who I am, I am really in this life, right? Uh, this dream that I used to have when I was 16, what was it? I never knew about vision. I never knew about having a foundation, never knew about all of those stuff, about mm-hmm. the imagination, the mind, what God gave us. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited to just learn about those things. And I started to become aware of myself, become more powerful. That was the excitement in my first years in America. But mm-hmm. it was very tough. It was very hard because I was here, but my mind was there. My son, mm-hmm. how is he doing? You know, leaving your son for eight years, he was nine. It was, mm-hmm. it was traumatizing. And but, so he probably hadn't met his, his, was it, did you have a, your baby? You had your baby, right? Yes. A yeah. boy or a girl? A girl. Girl. So yeah. he hadn't even met his sister probably in person. So that was probably a nice reunion. So how old was she when he actually came back? When she came back, they 10 years apart. He was 17. Years? Yeah, he was 17 when he came. My daughter was seven. But what I did, wow. is one of my friends was going on vacation in my country. Uh-huh. I sent my daughter with her to see my mom, oh. my son. Oh my I gosh. Had, yes, I had to go through that again and suffer again by just oh. letting her go. Uh. <laughs> yeah, just to me. It was so just like that a roller coaster. Hard. Yeah. It's a lot easier to send someone to your country than to get visa to come to our country. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a little, yeah. it's a lot harder. Yeah, yes, for sure. A lot harder, yeah. yeah. So man, what a sacrifice you made. And 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 the whole time you were sending money to your sister to help with these women and mm-hmm. and you were still talking to them. It sounded like you were still having a big part in helping them. Yeah. Um, and in the meantime, you're working on yourself as you're here in America. Mm-hmm. And then um, did that evolve into actually more as you went on? Yes. Yes. I started to take action. I started okay. to learn about goals, about oh, vision. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. when I'm like, I have a purpose. The dots are connecting now. I have mm-hmm. a here for this. Isn't that awesome when those dots get connected? Yes. It's like, oh. Oh my God. I you. was so happy. That's what helped me and stop my stress. Oh, and one day I was wow. driving my daughter to the hospital and I was listening to Anthony Robbins. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, said, I love yeah, Tony Robbins. I love, awesome. I love, I love it. And, and he was talking about uh, gratitude. He was talking about the stress that, you know, he was, he was just saying all this kind of thing that I was just listening to that CD almost every single day. Mm-hmm. And um, it just helped me so much. He was saying uh, that suffering is a choice. Pain is inevitable, but suffering is a choice. So I didn't understand that. I'm like, what are you talking about? Pain is inevitable, but suffering is a choice. How can this is my choice? Then I <laughs> continue to listen and I, I just got it. I I'm like, got okay. it. Mm-hmm. instead of focusing on the problem, focus mm-hmm. on something else that make you excited. And the yes, so yes. That's yes. what helped me so much. I started focusing on helping women creating a foundation. So I took action, went to, you know, the state and create my foundation in 2006. Wow. And when I created my foundation, I, I was so grateful for America. I'm like, I have to do something in America instead of just thinking about outside. So I started to feed the homeless people. Mm-hmm. And that gave me another, you know, power of Purpose, then. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so, so is that part of your business that you did, or was it just kind of something that you kind of did on the side? 
on the side, my foundation, okay. because yeah, that's what I, you know, grow up doing.
that's oh, yeah. wonderful. And, oh, yeah. I'm so glad to hear that. Now, how's Thank your you. daughter? We, I'm sure people are going to want to know about her too. How oh, yeah. old is she now? Oh yeah, she's my strength. That that girl is my everything. She's Aww. she's about to be like a, a medical student. She's oh you know, wow! Oh my goodness! So she graduated obviously and went on oh, yeah. to she graduated college. from from UCLA and then now she just wanna be a doctor. She's so focused, you know. So um, she has the purpose. So everything I went through here, she was there with me. You know, she picked it, it up it. very yeah mm-hmm. yeah. And I love that very ambitious yeah now I think you told me you wrote a book too right yes tell me I wrote about a book. your book I have my story yeah this is my book becoming okay. an angel of change Be- becoming an angel of change yeah awesome beautiful yeah I, oh, I love I love that because you know angels represent such that free love that free you know giving mm-hmm. and so oh, what a beautiful mm-hmm. title I yes, love that. Thank you. Thank you. So I haven't much. read it, but I'll have to check it out. So thank you. Thank you. So is your story in this? Is that kind of what you talk about? Kind of what you went through and, and all the things or tell everything, us a little bit about you. Everything. It's a three-part, you know, story. One is the one I just talked to you about when I was eight, okay. everything I, I was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second part is here, my life mm-hmm. in America with my kids, with people, what I learned my aha moment, the Oprah show. Mm -hmm. And the third part is the conclusion. What did I learn from life so far that, you know, I can share with people, especially immigrant people. They come to this country and they are scared. They think they cannot do anything. They just go work, stay home. You are in the, you know, best place to be on earth. Mm -hmm. That's this country. I have my sisters and brothers and cousins all over the world, Mm -hmm. Europe, Asia, everywhere. America is the best place to be at this moment, right? Now. Well, I think so. <laughs> yeah, it is. I think and that's wonderful. That I think the way. opportunities yeah. are really big here. So, yes. Really big here. So, I mm-hmm. have to tell people, you came from another country to have a better life here. Take mm-hmm. advantage of the opportunities. Mm-hmm. And the best part is people are so helpful. Mm-hmm. So helpful. I was here not speaking English. And sometimes I will go to an office and people were so available to me. Wow. Believe me, you go to other countries, you will never get something like that. I learned oh. so much from this country. You guys are angels to this world. <laughs> it's so awesome to be here. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I just, I, I agree. I agree. You know, we can, there is some bad in this world, which we've seen here recently, but man yeah there is so much good so much good so we have to just focus on the good and and not focus on those negative things because yeah yeah, there there is some really good things here that is true that's true yeah so um now do you have a business that you are are currently doing right now so what i did after i closed my store Mm-hmm. So all I wanted was to be with my kids. I, I'm a parent and I always want to be with my children, especially with this world, crazy world. I just wanted to be present here. Mm-hmm. So then I started to think of things I have in my country that help me, which is our food, our drinks. So I created a business um, making juices. Then I, I, oh. we, opened, yeah, we opened a store with my daughter helping a juice business. We were accepted at Shark Tank. And they loved for that, yes. And then this, we were so excited. And you know, guess what? What? 
when we were about to go to Shark Tank, the pandemic hit. Oh, no. Believe me, it was so oh, devastating. No. So, so have you re like applied or did you have to reapply after that? So we, were, we had our store, our juice store at the mall. Uh-huh. When the pandemic hit, the mall closed. Uh-huh. Oh. It was closed. So our store was closed. Oh, so man. We, we went back, they call us, they send us an email. They said, we, we want you guys, your product is, is excellent. And we want awareness because it's so good for the body. Uh-huh. Okay? You can lose weight. You can have a bright skin. You can have energy with it. Right. But at that right. moment, we didn't sell anything. We were closed for like six months at least. Uh-huh. So, and they said, uh-huh. we want you just make sure you make it. And then you come back. You will be welcome uh-huh yeah then yeah that's that's where we were at and my daughter started her school so I was alone in the business so now I'm just doing it online and some people order here in Los Angeles because we cannot ship the juices uh yeah yeah, yeah. It's so fresh so we still have yeah we still mm-hmm. have, have our clients we we still deliver you oh know? well that's yeah. wonderful so that's are you going to go back on Shark Tank you think or I, I, I think so. I will never oh, give good. up. Yeah, I think good, so. Good, good. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I hope it goes well and oh, you yeah. actually are able to do that. Tell us the name of your company. So if anybody's in the yes. Los Angeles area. Yeah, that's Jantabi Juicery. And um, Jer- what I say did, it again. Jantabi. Jantabi means the sun in my language. Jantabi Juicy? Jantabi Juicery. 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 Jantabi Juicery. Juicery. Yeah, Juicery. Okay. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Cool I created name. a course like for people because a lot of people were telling me, can we learn how to make these juices? So oh. I created a course that is coming on June 1st. Wow, that is yeah. wonderful. Yeah, so 1st. if um, somebody's interested in the juice or the program that you created or your book, mm-hmm. where can they find you? They can find me on my website, binetango, my name.com. Okay, so yeah. it's binetango. Anita, yes. it's Gamo, but it starts with a, I can't remember, starts with the letter that's silent, N. So it's um, B-I-N-E-T-A-N-G-O-M.com? Yes. Okay, yeah. .com. And yeah. we'll put that in the show notes so you guys can easily just click on it and have mm-hmm. access to be able to get to her. And I'm guessing your book is probably on Amazon too, is that right? Yes. Yes, my book is on Amazon. It's also on my website. Perfect, perfect. So you can get either on her website or at Amazon. We will make sure and put all that in the show notes. I have one quick question that I usually ask and I usually give heads up and I didn't, Mm -hmm. so I apologize. But Mm -hmm. I ask usually, what is one thing that made the biggest shift for you? If somebody's going through something hard like you went through, Mm-hmm. What was one thing that you did that really helped you move forward in your life? I believed in myself and I listened to myself. Mm. Belief you, is huge, isn't it? Huge. Yeah. Believe in yourself. Don't believe. A yes. lot of people believe in other people. Mm-hmm. Believe in yourself. Yes. Listen to your feelings. When you do the things you love to do, what are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Listen to that and move on with that. I, I agree a hundred percent. I think where you're supposed to be your passion, your power, your purpose mm-hmm. is where your love is. That's it. If you love it, yeah. that's where your passion is. That's where like your that's passion where your purpose is. Yeah. yeah. So if you My can passion. figure that out, like you did yeah. and be able to then 
um, make a business out of it. And I mean, you'll just thrive because you're doing what you love every single that, day. That is true. And life is beautiful. It is beautiful. Well, I'm so grateful you have your kids with you. I'm grateful that you're helping so many people. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you for just being on the show today, sharing your beautiful story. And uh, we just appreciate you. Thank you, Donna. I, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. You are an angel of change to me because Aww. you are helping me to share my message. Oh, and thank you. Well, that's kind of what our podcast is about, being able to help yeah. others kind of share their message as well. And, and you know, we all have beautiful trans, transformation and growth stories that help other people to that transform as well. So maybe there's someone that's thinking about, you know, coming to America or doing yeah. something, you know, great here. Even the ones that are already here don't realize there's so much opportunity. That's True. Just that have to look for it. Yeah, you know, I, I told them if you are in America and never left this country, you take it for granted. Mm-hmm. You take I it for granted. But this place is the best place to be on earth. Mm-hmm. And believe me, if you are here, you are blessed. Take advantage of it, do something to make a difference in people's lives. Perfect. Thank you again for being Thank here. You, Thank you so Appreciate much. You. You. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now, and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, Thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow.